check out my new book, Coping Courageously, a heart-centered guide for navigating a loved one's illness without losing yourself. It's appropriate for you as a clinician, for your patients, and for anyone you know who has a seriously ill loved one or an aging parent. Check it out and tell a friend. Welcome to the Integrative Palliative Podcast, where we help physicians and other clinicians master the art of integrative symptom management so they can wholeheartedly care for themselves as they expertly care for their patients. Hi, everybody. Welcome. I'm Dr. Caramonti, all about integrative palliative medicine. So today we're going to talk about anchoring as a tool for relaxation. And I got the idea for this topic from a dog training video, and I'll tell you why. So as you may know, my dog died not that long ago, my beloved dog. And it took a while, but we got a new rescue dog, Sadie, and we love her dearly. And we're thrilled to death to have her. But although she's a wonderful dog, most of the time she's very reactive with other dogs and outside when we're on a walk. So I've been watching dog training videos to try to figure out how to help her reactivity. And one of the suggestions of the trainer was to give her an anchor for feeling calm. And here was the suggestion that she had either grab the collar when we are on the couch and we're cuddling and we're snuggling and she feels really relaxed or maybe sort of gently pull on her ears, rub her ears again when we're on the couch and we're snuggling and she's happy and relaxed. The idea is to have her associate some physical feeling with being calm and happy and relaxed. And when we're out and about, once we can make that be an anchor, rubbing her ears, pulling gently on her ears or holding onto her collar, whatever we decide is her anchor will help her calm her body down because it will bring back that feeling that she feels when she's on the couch. So this idea, which we're going to do, I think we're going to gently pull on her ears. I think we'll do that. So this idea that we're going to use with our dog is the same sort of idea that I have used with patients many, many times. And so I wanted to share that with you. The idea is familiar, I think. We all know about Pavlov's dogs, right? Pavlov rang a bell and fed his dog's meat, rang a bell, fed the meat, rang a bell, fed the meat. And then over time, he would ring a bell and they would salivate because they knew meat was coming. They'd associated those two things. And then even if there was no meat, he would ring the bell and they would salivate. So the bell became the anchor for that physiologic response of salivating. So the idea of using an anchor for relaxation is that we're going to link some external trigger with our relaxation practice. So this is something you can do for yourself and something that you can teach your patients to do. I hope you do that and will do that. So let's say you recommend to your patient and they listen to you that every day after dinner for five to 10 minutes, they sit in their special chair and they listen to a relaxation app on their phone, like... Calm or Headspace or Budify, there are so many of them. So they get in the habit of sitting in their special chair, listening to their relaxation recording. And so they get themselves in the physiologic relaxation response instead of the stress response. So if every time they do that, every time they're in their special chair, they're listening to the relaxation app, they're physiologically now in the relaxation response. If every time they do that, they have some other external trigger, something in their body that they do, they will learn without intending to, not consciously, they will connect that trigger with that feeling of relaxation. And then the trigger becomes the anchor for that feeling of relaxation. And the reason that matters is then when they're out in their day, they're in the market or in a work meeting, if they do their trigger, their anchor, 
they can help stimulate that relaxation response in their body, even if they can't be listening to the app right then. So what kind of triggers can we use? One great one is using our olfactory sense, aromatherapy. So you can have a little bottle of essential oils and every time you're sitting in your special chair doing your relaxation exercise, you smell that scent or you can have a diffuser so that whenever you sit down, you turn on the diffuser and that scent just is all around you. So then when you're out, you can have in your bag a little Tupperware with cotton balls, and then you can put some drops of the essential oil in there and cover it up. And that will last for at least a week, sometimes more. Or you can have a bottle of essential oil that you can just open and smell, or they have roll-ons. You can put it on your wrist or open it and smell it. So you can have the essential oil in your bag when you're out. And if you have anchored your relaxation practice to that smell, when you're out and you smell the smell, you will feel your body go into the parasympathetic nervous system state, the relaxation state, because you have anchored that state to that scent. Now, you don't have to use aromatherapy if that's not your thing. Personally, I use rubbing my forefinger with my thumb. So when I do relaxation exercises, I rub my two fingers together all the time, mostly throughout the whole exercise. And so by doing that, I'm anchoring this experience of rubbing my pointer finger and my thumb together with the physiologic state of being in the relaxation response. So then I can use that when I'm out in the day and I'm not listening to any relaxation exercise. So that's my trigger, my forefinger and thumb. But you can do a ton of other things. You can rub your hands together You can have one hand that feels the bumps on the other hand. You can choose to touch one part of your body. So you can say, while I do my relaxation exercises, I take my right hand and I put it on my left arm so that after you have linked those two things together, anchored those two things together, when you're out, if you do that, you touch your left arm with your right hand, you will stimulate the relaxation response. You can have a worry stone, a smooth rock that you feel while you're doing a relaxation response. And then you can have another one in your pocket. You can put the tongue, your tongue on the top of your mouth so that when you're doing your relaxation exercises, you push a little bit on the top of your mouth. That's something that you can do during a meeting when you're starting to get agitated and no one will even know that you're doing it. So there's no one right thing. It doesn't matter what you do, but it should be an anchor that you can use while you're out. So like, don't take your shirt off. It has to be something that you can do while you're out because that's the whole idea of this anchor is that you want to be able to bring back this state when you're not able to close your eyes and listen to a recording or do your meditation or deep breathing. You want to be able to do it when you're in a meeting, say. So it has to be something that you can do without causing too much of a fuss that other people won't see. But I highly, highly recommend that you do this. So pick an anchor. Like I said, I rub my my pointer finger and my thumb together, but doesn't matter what you pick. Pick an anchor, ideally start with one that you're always going to do, and then do some sort of listening to a guided imagery, doing deep breathing, doing a meditation, listening to nature sounds or relaxation music, taking a bath. Pick what it is that you do for a few times a week. Maybe could you do five minutes even, three or four times a week? And try to hook that anchor with that relaxation experience. Try it yourself, because when you try it yourself and you see how it works, you're much better at teaching other people to do it. So try it yourself and then teach your patients to do it. It's a really powerful way to expand our ability to access the relaxation state, even when we're not at home with our eyes closed, listening to a recording. Okay, that's it. You're going to pick an anchor. You're going to 
try your relaxation exercises a few times a week. You're going to do them at the same time. And then you're over time, you're going to see how those two things get linked and you're going to teach your patients to do it. And then please send this recording to someone else who you think might benefit from this technique. Thank you so much for being here. Please come back and listen. Please subscribe. I really appreciate that you're here. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by the Integrative Palliative Institute. Visit our website, integrativepalliative.com. There you can access physician and clinician training, well-being coaching, free downloads, and other cool stuff. And feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and share your favorite episode with a friend.